government let me tell y'all motherfuckers something i don't know what the fuck this coronavirus is about i don't understand how that shit was from wuhan china now all of a sudden this shit is a motherfucking tour and let me tell y'all something i ain't gonna front a bitch is scared. I'm a little scared, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, shit got me panicking. And a lot of you motherfuckers think it's a joke, kiki, 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 like I was thinking, right? But that shit right there, just because you think you immune to it, guess what? Your pocket ain't, bitch, because a lot of shit comes from motherfucking China, bitch. So if you wonder where your motherfucking weave or your fashion over motherfucking packages have arrived, guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! Coronavirus! I'm telling you, shit is real! Shit is getting real! And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Shirley. But I'm not Shirley of Beverly and Shirley. I'm Shirley of Shirley Chisholm because it's Women's History Month. And she's a dope black woman who would have been a better president than Trump. Well, everybody would be a better president than Trump. But, yeah, so I'm shouting out Shirley today. <laughs> okay, so first of all, let's just... Okay. Because Shirley Chisholm is bomb. But uh, who's Beverly and Shirley? Wasn't it that song where it's those two women? (laughs) (laughs) About that man. Barbara. (laughs) Oh. But I was Uh. thinking Beverly and Shirley was like some, I was like, is this some 70s sitcom that I don't know? No. I just oh. don't remember things. Oh. <laughs> Girl, that's all right. I, I listened to that song more times than I would like to. Anyway, <clears throat> so what has been going on with you this weekend and this week and all that great stuff? And what have you been drinking? Uh, so, yeah, I have been quarantined effectively since Friday. Um <laughs> Like, I go out to walk my dog, and that's about it. Um, <laughs> and so, I really, I implore y'all to tweet me at PLDPod, because I'm just by myself. And, well, me and my dog. So, I think, literally, if I didn't have a dog, I would be losing my mind right now. <laughs> I have thought about you so many times. <laughs> Every time, because it's like, this is every day. This is well, this isn't every day for me, but this is like ideal for me. And then mm-hmm. but I'm like, this is hell for toy. <laughs> My manager actually set up a, a daily meeting because she knows that like I need people time. <laughs> I was just like, Doyen must be like <laughs> Whereas I am living my best life. <laughs> Oh, I almost got drugged to a little house party the other day. And I was like, uh-uh, we under quarantine. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> and my cousins were like, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, no. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to do what's the best for the people. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, I feel like on social media, like, the Gen Xers are so smug that they're, like, the ones staying indoors and millennials are running around. And I'm like, my coworker is a Gen Xer and she's everywhere. I'm like, I'm going to beat you. Get in that house and stay. <laughs> so also, well, I don't know. This is probably a different topic for a different day, but people really like 
get under my skin with calling millennials like babies or whatever. And it's like, Mm -hmm. dude, we are millennials. Like we're millennials. We're the oldest. I'm the oldest of the millennials, but we're millennials. I I, stop talking. We're no. And millennials are not the ones. (laughs) See, I, I didn't know what the next group was called. And we weren't, this millennial group wasn't always called millennials. I forgot what it was mm-hmm. before, but I'm like, dude, Gen Y, Gen Y. <laughs> I'm like, dude, just chill out. It's not that big of a deal, right? <laughs> so, but I can't wait for these coronials to come out <laughs> because they come. <laughs> I almost slipped up and lit. got one for you, but I was like, no, 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 not even worth the time. Anyway. So, okay, but but you have to tell us, because this is important, how are you doing with your quarantine snacks? So here's my problem. <laughs> um, I say I'm quarantined, but I keep calling DoorDash. <laughs> well, and I'm like, that's how I'm going to get the disease we and are, die, because I keep social, seeing DoorDash people. <laughs> we are socially distancing so how are you doing with your social distance snacks i'm doing good i mean i don't snack a lot because i'm trying to keep this weight loss off so i'm not eating a whole lot anyways but i keep calling doordash and they keep coming that is very good (laughs) and disciplined of you because i on the other hand while i'm not a big snacker in real life But under these (laughs) circumstances, for one, I don't really buy junk food. I don't really buy snacks. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know how. And I was so excited that I had chips in the house that I ate Mm -hmm. all the chips. (laughs) And I I ate all the nachos because I was excited that they were in the house. (laughs) So I, um, there was this meme then it was like, after a while, we're going to have to go, like, hunt for our own food. And I don't even know where Doritos live. And then I panicked. I was like, how am I going to get Doritos? But then I found a recipe for Doritos on Pinterest. All I got to do is take tortilla chips and, like, some seasonings and stuff. So I'm like, I'm good. I will exist <laughs> if, you know, we run out of Doritos. Listen. I have a way. <laughs> I love buying corn tortillas and the little bitty ones. And frying them up to make chips. Those are the best tortilla chips ever. So I feel like I can make it. Also, I'm a yeah. country girl. I grew up with uncles who hunted. And they never would let me go with them, even though I wanted to. But my mom can also hunt. So I feel like I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> even though Speaking even of. though I don't eat uh, game. But still, <laughs> if I have to, I will. <laughs> I do miss some deer jerky. Oh. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, yeah, well, we break up the next guy. Because, you know, I'm not a huge gun person. I was like, next guy I'm going to be dating is a guy named Hunter. He's going to see a picture of us with rifles and some game. Because <laughs> I'm a jerk. <laughs> That's what we do. Oh, my God. But also, in happy news in my relationship, I beat him in Tetris yesterday. And that made me happy. <laughs> it's probably good news for him, too. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. I said, Doyen is gonna make sure she beat this boy in Tetris. Right. You, to, you know what? 
defeat the mans. <laughs> defeat them. Right. <laughs> it wasn't every time. He still beat me yesterday, but I beat him and that made me happy. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> and I would remind him every day. Remember that time I beat you in Tetris? <laughs> right. It was something else right. I was going to ask you about, but I don't remember. So what are you drinking? Um, Because of the festivities this week, um, I had to go get Irish whiskey. Because I am extra, extra, I got the Jameson Caskmates mm. um, IPA edition. So basically, I think the barrels that IPAs were made in, they aged the whiskey in that. So it has like a light beer taste okay. in addition to it. But I made a cocktail, an Irish cocktail, I guess you could Yummy. say, called Clover Fizz. And basically, it's simple syrup, mint, um, a splash of lime, and whiskey shaken together. And then it's either topped with sparkling wine or ginger ale. And I forgot to get sparkling wine out when I was at the liquor store. And the shop below my apartment had, like, Andre for $10. And I fundamentally cannot pay that much for Andre. So, <laughs> it's topped with ginger ale. Okay. <laughs> That sounds delish. Yeah, I agree. Andre is not bad if you need to use it for something, but I'm not yeah. going to pay that much for it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was like, y'all are tripping. Yeah. <laughs> That's like when I used to run and pay less and maybe get some shoes, which I rarely did, but not because I look down on pay less, but because I am really hard on shoes and those shoes are cheap and they're going <laughs> to fall apart like in a day or so. But like, I refuse to spend like $25 for a pair of shoes. Right. I mean, it's like, I just they need these cute out. sandals. To wear out today, that is it. <laughs> I know they're going to fall apart. I've accepted that. But I'm not paying $30 for no shoes out of pay list. <laughs> like, right. So, anyway, um, I know you just did your drink, but is there anything else you had going on that you want to talk about? No. Your turn. <laughs> okay. Well, Tag I it. really haven't done anything but spend money. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> money that I don't Same. have. And... Mind you, I am also (laughs) getting to a point where I'm starting to kind of panic um, just because of the um, financial, you know, fallout of all this. And so Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be spending, but I spend spending money Mm -hmm. is how I cope with everything. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm either going to spend money or cry. So um, and today I did both. Uh, So (laughs) I. But um, I am drinking my wine tonight. So tonight I'm drinking a Merlot. It's the same black box Merlot I've had before. Excuse me, ma'am. That's not a wine pour. That's a black wine pour. But listen. So listen. (laughs) Okay. It is black box. So it's box wine. And the setup that I have right now is not conducive for me to keep reaching over. So I had to give a healthy pour. But I was trying to show you my new <laughs> wine glass, which you really can't see it because the wine is dark, but it's got that like like cracked effect at the bottom. That's cute. So I bought a lot of things out of my local Pier 1 because they're going out of business. So I bought like mm-hmm. three new sets of wine glasses. <laughs> which, y'all, I already don't have space for the wine glasses that I have. I did, however, get rid of some of the older wine glasses I had. Because I was like, you know what? There's no need for me to get these. Um, 
I bought like oh I bought uh it was a ninety dollar vase for like twenty five bucks. Um, so that I got that to go down by the fireplace. I bought like hell, I bought everything that I could, and I also went to Home Goods. Oh, I just got a package delivered. Listen, downloading the <laughs> Arrive app on my phone is the best thing ever because it's all in one place. Because, like, I had a FedEx mm-hmm. app and I had a UPS app and I had all these different apps. But doing it all on Arrive, and they're much better at, like, letting me know when something gets here. So that's great. Anyway, that's not here nor there. The exciting thing I found at Home Goods were these gin infusions. So, of course, as soon as I show it to Doyen, she's like, I'm going to Amazon. <laughs> Did you find them on Amazon? I didn't look. Oh. Because <laughs> that's probably me protecting myself from myself because I've been spending a lot of money on yeah. Amazon. Well, these were... I like buying groceries from Amazon. Like, <laughs> Listen, I used to all the time with Amazon Prime Pantry. I used to all the time. I haven't in a while only because Kroger delivers now. And also, I do like to mm-hmm. go to the grocery store for certain things. Um... But depending on how much longer we're in the situation, I might start back using Amazon Prime. I don't know, the Prime Pantry. Yeah. But anyway. I just didn't want to go out there with people and their germs. I know, right? So I, at Home Goods, I found these gin infusions. And they're like little tea bags. And you just, so it tells you to use 50 milliliters of gin. Let the bag soak. It says for a few minutes, but I left mine in for about 30 minutes to an hour each time that I've done it. I've done it twice. And then you're supposed to add tonic water or club soda, a splash of lime, and ice. And let me tell you something. These gin infusions are tasty. The first one I did with club soda, and it was good, but it didn't. The club soda did something to the taste. It really does better with tonic water. I was trying not to use tonic water because from my understanding, it has a lot of sugar in it. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we quarantine, so who the fuck cares? (laughs) So that's all I've been doing. Drinking Merlot and spending money. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) All right. So um, another thing I've been doing is watching TV. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I caught up on Good Trouble. Um, that was that show that I keep calling good thoughts. <laughs> That's all preform. It's really cute. This season, they're really trying to be spot on with like the BLM notion and just like black. Um, sorry, Siri was just. Anyways, um, just you know, black issues, which is interesting to see, and kind of the issues of poverty and stuff like that. So I like that piece of it um i also i love little dicky like i went to his concert in 2016 it's funny because i went to his concert right right after my dad passed so i felt like that was just like a bit of medicine just to be able to go to a thing that i enjoyed um but so now he has a show called dave on fx Mm -hmm. and it's on hulu and so i'm all the way caught up but this seat uh episode episode three he was talking about his dick, and I'm like, I don't know if you're being serious about your dick, because now I don't know if I want to have sex with you or not. <laughs> I don't know if you're being comical for TV, or, like, really your dick is just, like, mangled. I don't know. <laughs> um, I have never thought about Little Dicky's dick. <laughs> I just... 
Like, I, I love like, him. Uh, and I can see it, actually. Like, I can see the, hmm, I might would do him. I can see it. But um, mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I just never yeah. thought about that. I'm just inching towards groupie status. And I'm like, I mean, <laughs> it wouldn't be the funnest time in my life, but I would be proud that it happened. Listen, <laughs> I, I am all for it. And be, but listen, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> um, have you been watching any shows while you've been at home? Listen, I don't watch all the shows. <laughs> I have caught up on everything that I was behind in. I can't I can't even think of I I finally watched The Stranger on Netflix. Um I have not been watching Little Dicky, but I follow him on Twitter and all of the little clips that he posts I've watched, so I guess I should watch the show. Um Yeah. It's called Dave, by the way. <clears throat> um it was something else that I finished. I've been finishing everything. Oh, I finally finished The Hunters on uh, Amazon Prime. That was really good. I might, I might start Altered Carbon. It's on Netflix now. It used to be on Amazon Prime. I tried to get into it then, but I didn't. But I might give it another try. It's kind of like Black Mirror, only they have more actual black people. <laughs> so <laughs> I might try them again. Um, oh, I'm watching this show now called Luna Nera. I think that's how you say it. Luna Nera. And it is, it's in Italian. So there's that, but it is like, I am loving it. And it is so parallel to what we're dealing with right now, because Mm -hmm. I know that you all have seen, listen, y'all, I just want to say that I love Jesus. He heard my cry. Okay. But, uh, all these Facebook posts that's basically insinuating all we got to do is pray the Corona away. <laughs> it's really getting on my nerves. So, <laughs> so Luna Nera takes place like in the 16 or 1700, something like that. And it's these witches, but the village is blaming sickness on witches mm-hmm. and evil spirits. But there's this one guy in the village that's like, nah, science <laughs> like <laughs> she died because she had high blood pressure and it had nothing to do with like a witch so it's right. like really good so i'm really enjoying that but um as always reminding you all to tune in on wednesday nights for the magicians the magicians <laughs> the season is almost over guys we only have a few more episodes left so I'm feeling kind of like I might actually go back and read the series now. I had no wish to do so beforehand, but I think I might go back and read the series now. I'm just really excited about everything that's coming up in television. So Westworld did come back on last night. It was good. I'm I'm not going to say too much about it because I don't know whether people have had time to watch or not, but most of us are at home and this would be Thursday, so... But it was just really good. That's all I'm going to say. I will say this. I think... I think you would like it, Doyen. I think you would like it. This season. You can watch season three, because it's almost like a whole new show. You can watch season mm-hmm. three without having watched season two and pretty much... pretty much follow with, like... 80 to 90% of what's going on. The only thing you might be confused about is who's a host and who's real. But 
I could tell you that. Other than that, yeah. like it's like almost a whole new show. I think that they I think that they purposely tried to make the show more accessible because it was to the point at one time where it was just too fucking complicated for no reason. Like I like mm-hmm. shows that I might have to think a little bit, but I don't want my head to hurt. I almost didn't return after season one. Like I almost didn't return after season mm-hmm. one. And I don't know what made me watch it. Maybe because Becca was watching. I was like, okay, I'll try it again. But yeah, it was good. Okay. And then today, I think who, after I finished watching Dave, it put me on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. And I just watched it all day today. And I was like, I don't even know if I love this show, but I just keep watching it. <laughs> I... I have never watched it consistently, but I do love the show. I need to start back watching <laughs> it. Alrighty, so we're gonna move along to our current events. Uh, I'm going to apologize ahead of time because a lot of this episode is gonna be about the coronavirus. <laughs> I'll just tell y'all now because that's all the news that we have right now. So, <laughs> a plane was forced to land. After a passenger sneezed and others became uh, disruptive. At first glance, I was like, it had to be Spirit. But it wasn't Spirit. It was actually United Airlines. Poor uh, they're traveling from Colorado to Newark. And somebody sneezed and everybody got irate. <laughs> somebody on Twitter said, at this point, Spirit just asking for gas money. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I just thought that that was like, I don't know. Zoya, you tell me what you think, because I really don't know how to feel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, because on one hand, I get it that you want to be cautious of your care, but it's also allergy season. Exactly. And then I also like maybe Tuesday when I was in office, I started choking on my spit and coffee, and I was like, oh my god, people probably think I had a coronavirus, but really, I'm just stupid. I'm <laughs> choking on my spit. <laughs> and so it's like, it's hard. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. <laughs> right, I'm just like, why? I've had spit all of my life. Why do I not know what to do with it? It happens to me all anyway. the time. <laughs> So, like, I see both sides where it's like, yeah, I get being vigilant about your health. And even today I was going on a walk and people were walking and I would turn my face because I was like, I don't want to breathe the same air they breathe. I'm not even that close to them, but I'm just like, I don't want (laughs) to share air. But at the same time, it's like, you know, sometimes you you have allergies. Colorado is full of trees and I'm allergic to trees all day. (laughs) So I could get sneezy. Like but for people to cut up and be like, get him off the plane. Off already, the plane. If he has corona, you already caught it. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you trying to get him off the plane? Go ahead and just enjoy your corona on your way home. It's just know. like <laughs> you know, I'm just like I get what panic does to people. I get it. And if I was on that plane, I would probably be like, Oh my god, I'm gonna die. This person got yeah. you know. Right. But at the same time, that's so excessive. And like you said, people mm-hmm. have, al- I have allergies and I have sinus or allergy issues at all times. 
Mm. My allergies are kicking my ass right now because it has decided to be spring and Mm -hmm. pollen is everywhere. Oh, you should see my little Mm -hmm. tree in my backyard. It's so pretty. It's full of blooms and all pretty. But it's like I am coughing and sneezing like nobody's business. Mm -hmm. And I'm also the type of person I cough a lot. Like when I'm if it's hot or if it feels stuffy. Mm -hmm. I'll start to cough a lot. I don't know why that just happens. So it's like, girl, I was about to, d- listen, I went to Dollar General today to get some paper towels. They had very few, but they had some. Mm-hmm. I almost died trying to hold in my sneeze. <laughs> I was, <laughs> y'all, y'all just don't know how I was like, sneeze into my shirt but then I was scared because people kept looking like every time I was going to sneak and do it somebody would look my way and I was like <laughs> when I got into that car oh my god when I got in the car I started sneezing and coughing like crazy <laughs> and that's ridiculous like that's ridiculous yeah. I get it well yeah. United I see both sides right. like I see both yeah. sides I just don't know how to feel so next up um Carrie Hilson, I honestly, she just needs to like <laughs> delete her account in the words of my president, Hillary Clinton. Uh, <laughs> so oh, she posted some screenshots about how 5G launched in China and then people dropped dead. And so she was linking it to coronavirus. So she's like, turn off LT on your phone. A, my phone can only support 4G <laughs> as are most phones in the United States oh. right now. So you're just turning <laughs> off data just to turn off data and you're just living a slow data life like her <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> we don't have 5G in the United States yet. <laughs> I So have you seen... I know you haven't because that shit is long and I haven't even seen it all. I mean, I... Mm-hmm. I'll send it to you, but you're not gonna watch it. <laughs> she, you didn't have to agree so quickly. <laughs> She's basing this off of a video that's been going around, and I've seen it. I've seen a lot of the um conspiracy theories. Not even, not even conspiracy theorist, but like, like Ti been pressing it around, you know. <laughs> I'm disappointed oh, in you. All of the, all of the, you disappointed me? What did I do? <laughs> no, I just saw that he like put it on, retweeted it or something. I don't, I, so Why are you following T.I.? <laughs> you know what? Uh, that's a good question. That's, he doesn't. It's probably a very old follow because he doesn't tweet often. I don't ever see him. Like rarely see him mm-hmm. on Twitter. So it was like T.I. So yeah, that's a good question. I probably should have unfollowed, but I never see I never see him tweet hardly. So anyway, which is a good thing. I'm I'm using him as an example though of like this is the type mm-hmm. of people that are spreading this around. Which I still like to ask music, by the way. Um but so it's this video and this guy is like, here's the deal. And again, I don't know how to feel. I try not to be harsh because i understand and i get it but guys first of all it's very irresponsible to 
repost, retweet, send all of this information that's not validated. The guy in this video, mm -hmm. he looks like he knows what he's talking about, okay? And he's got like he's drawing like pictures and he's he's linking, he's linking uh conspiracy to pseudo facts, you know? So mm -hmm. like there's a twinge of truth to it, but it's mm -hmm. like first of all, dude, where are the receipts? Some <laughs> guys, we just don't need to be believing everything that's out there. Let it be from a reliable source. And I know that that's very limited in this day and age. But honestly, mm -hmm. I'm just like, if the CDC didn't say it, I just don't know what to think. And I don't even know what to think about what they say. But it's it's just <laughs> like I can see how I can see how people would believe this video because the man looks like he know what he's talking about. But I just mm -hmm. feel like when you have a large platform, you have to be more responsible than that. I mean, let yeah. me be honest and say that to me, it's a bunch of hokum that he's talking about and it's a bunch of bullshit and I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. But I get how someone could. And I'm not judging, yeah. I'm not judging you for believing what you believe. By no means. All I'm saying is in instances like this where people are already in panic, just be more responsible with what you share. Karen need her ass whooped for that. Like she really does. She really need her ass whooped for that because it's like, girl, people already don't like you. Like I'm one of the few people that still <laughs> like I like I like her debut CD, her debut album. I like it. I still listen to it. I mean, I'm probably one of the few people that still see it for you, girl. And now you out here doing dumb shit. And it's like, right. oh. oh. Yeah. And then, then she, but this is the part too, Doya. Like you said, she taking pieces and, bitch, we ain't got 5G. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you're taking pieces here and pieces there of what was said. And, right. I'm just also, gonna drink my wine. While you're talking about this, I thought about somebody who was like, I wish Dr. Sebi was still here. And somebody's like, why? <laughs> so he can rub a carrot across your forehead. <laughs> my spirit twinges every time I read Dr. Sebi. Because first of all, I don't even know if he's a doctor. How he get what way went to school with? Where are his credentials? And if I'm not mistaken, I you know what? I'm not I'm gonna be responsible with our platform. So I'm going to say <laughs> allegedly. And if I'm not mistaken, I think his doctor is a philosophy. I think it's a PhD. But you're going to tell me no. you cured. Let me let me hush because I'm not trying. <laughs> I, I am not trying to take away anybody's personal hero from them. Also, mm -hmm. ain't nothing wrong with eating fruits and vegetables and living well. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But you're not going to yeah. tell me that that's going to take the place of Western medicine. But it's still... I mean, eat your fruits and vegetables. I just said this morning, I got to start back juicing. I got a whole juicer mm -hmm. sitting there collecting dust. I got to start back juicing, taking better care of myself. But, uh. Okay. I've even seen some say that it would be over if he was still living. Like, that we wouldn't have this issue. Uh, well, we have so many diseases. I, 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 I mean, I mean, where's the logic? Where is it? Please let me see it because I would love it. 
Alrighty. So, um, next up. So, I guess yesterday there was a debate between um, Biden and Bernie, which is two people I didn't want to hear a debate from, and so I didn't watch it. But <laughs> um, Biden did say that he will select a woman as vice president. Um, Bernie said he might. And really, that's all I had to say about it's, this. It's, it's, it's like he might <laughs> well that's what he said he did really yeah in which he didn't have to say anything i mean he could have just said i'm going to select the person that i think is best i think he yeah, did that because biden said that and i think everybody yeah. know anybody i hadn't even been keeping up with this stuff like nearly as much as doing mm-hmm. has and robin and all these other people who i rely on but even i know mm-hmm. that there have been some women whose names have been floating around for Biden. I think everybody knows who he's considering. And mm-hmm. so I don't think that was inappropriate for him to say, no, I'm going to choose a woman. Cause I think all of his mm-hmm. top, I think all the top people that he, that he's currently vetting are women. So I don't think there was anything wrong with him saying mm-hmm. that, but Bernie didn't have to, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess it didn't help the like the whole news bit about Bernie um telling Elizabeth that she exactly you know, wouldn't have won. Exactly. So it didn't help that he was like he might. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, um, sure. And both of them were old as hell, so I'm like, maybe that's our way to get a woman president <laughs> Which is so shady, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I wish good health on both of them. But <laughs> Listen, that may be our way to a woman press. Granny got on to me today because I had too much glee in my voice when I told her that I thought <laughs> Trump had the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, we do not wish that on people. And I was like, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. She was like, we want him out of office. We want him in a jail cell. We do not want him in a grave. That is not okay. We do not wish that on people. Aww. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, but I crossed well, my fingers behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Granny, for trying to remind us to be human. <laughs> Alrighty, um, yeah, that's all I had to say about that. Anyways, um, next up, so Chick Fil A is about to start selling bottles of their signature sauce, and at first I was like, "Why would y'all do that?" Because then I have to buy it. But honestly, they give me so much sauce anytime I visit mm-hmm. that I'm like, "I'm good for the next few months." <laughs> yeah. For every visit, <laughs> I think so. I was under the impression that they were already selling their sauce, or maybe it's—I want to say maybe Shonda gave me a recipe for it before. Maybe that's <laughs> it. Maybe I've seen recipes for it. But I was yeah. under the impression they were already selling it, so I was like, okay. Yeah, I do have, or I have purchased Whataburger ketchup before. <laughs> Whataburger ketchup is good. Especially the spicy one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was like, this is cute, but y'all give me a lot of sauce compared to Popeye's. It's just stingy. And don't get me started on Zaxby's. <laughs> Listen, Zaxby's really is stingy. Now, oh my god, now they're like charging me 
for asking for a tender dipped in sauce. And I'm like, what the fuck is y'all <laughs> That is crazy. Yeah, like, like to right. toss it? Yeah. And I get mad, but I'm still going to ask for it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And like I so I don't really ask Popeyes for any sauces. Uh I might ask for I don't honey. ask until after I paid. <laughs> well, I mean I don't really need any sauces from them except for sometimes honey. If I if I remember mm-hmm. sometimes I forget to ask for honey, but that's about it. But like Zaxby's, they be tripping. Tripping, tripping. They act like if I ask for sauce, it takes away from their pay paycheck. Because and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why are y'all so defensive oh, on this sauce? Exactly. <laughs> like, y'all need to be glad people here buying this overpriced-ass chicken. Because right. the only thing I really like... Okay. <laughs> the only thing I really like is, like, that, that Asian salad they have every now and again. I forget mm. what it's called, but you know what I'm talking about? It comes with the two egg rolls on the side. Mm. It is super good. Other than that... I mean, I might, I like the mushroom, the fried mushrooms. I really don't care that much for their chicken. I don't like all that sauce. So I get mine plain and I'll ask for ranch and Mm -hmm. they will give me like one thing of ranch. (laughs) And it's like, okay. I always get mine dipped in the hot honey mustard. And I'm like, each time, I'm like cussing them out because I can't believe they're making me pay for each sauce dipped in, I mean, each tender dipped in sauce. That is stupid. But I'm still going to do it. That is stupid. <laughs> I ain't no hope. Oh, let me tell you the best thing about Zaxby's are their fountain drinks. I don't like a lot of people's fountain drinks, but. Mm, that cherry soda. Girl, I always get a cherry vanilla Coke from them because I know they mix it fresh. <laughs> Sonic is like one of the only other places where you can go and you know they're mixing it fresh. Mm. <sighs> yeah, Sonic, I'd be like, can I get a Diet Coke with cherry um, syrup? I, I want y'all to hear me. I don't want diet cherry syrup. <laughs> I want full sugar cherry syrup in my Diet Coke. <laughs> um, listen, the two weeks that I worked at Sonic as a teenager were beautiful. I made all the drinks. Oh <laughs> when I was in college with the um, mango limeade, mm. I used to drop some um, coconut rum in there. Mm. But, uh, mm. anyways, <laughs> next up. Um, so, this was <laughs> a step forward and backward for capitalism. But this student was suspended Listen. from school for selling squirts and hand sanitizer to classmates. Now, I will say that I am not behind these other people that bought like $70,000 worth of hand sanitizer. But I feel like this little kid was just making a little bit of money. Okay. <laughs> he was just, you know, practicing capitalism. <laughs> but he got suspended. Right. I just don't think that's fair at all. That is a harsh... (laughs) People just... I don't know what the hell be going on with these schools sometimes. Like, I really don't. Mm -hmm. Like, I really don't. Like, I don't know what be going on with these schools, but to suspend Mm -hmm. him over that, like, first of all, congratulate him for, you know, being entrepreneurial since y'all like that shit so much. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And then tell him why this is a great teaching opportunity to tell him why mm-hmm. in times like this, that that's not okay. 
But like, <laughs> why are you suspending him? So now he's not getting right. an education, which egg on your face. All the kids at home now, so <laughs> right. So everybody's not getting education. Right. But okay, yeah, so, that was excessive. Uh, poor, yeah, yeah. Um. So, um, we have exciting news to tell y'all that uh, Betty White is fine. <laughs> Within all this coronavirus hysteria, people are like, oh shit, how's Betty White? And addition- additionally, I'm like, oh shit, how's <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg? <laughs> but Betty White is fine. And um, I actually had a meme that was like, if you sneeze, Please stay away, the fuck away from Ruth Bader's kids. Okay. I was. Because she is a gem and we got to protect her at all costs. Like, I worry about Ruth more so because I feel like she got things to do. Like, she has to go to work mm-hmm. and stuff. But I feel like Betty and like Cicely Tyson, like, yeah. I feel like they pretty much at the house anyway. I mean, right. now, actually, Augustus <laughs> Cicely, she stayed in somebody's movie. TV show or something. So she actually right. might be out. So don't y'all be coughing and sneeze, sneezing around Cicely Tyson either. Okay? Right. But I feel like Betty been at the house chilling, so. Yeah. I might with all my women's rights um, lie with her. <laughs> so like, all of them. Yeah, better be fucking protecting her like the national gem she is. <laughs> Every 11-11, just close your eyes and say a small prayer for right. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But I guess a lot of people were scared because all of a sudden Betty White's name started trending. And I get it. (laughs) But she's fine. I mean, you know what? That's the time that we live in. Like, every time I see somebody's name, you know, trending, I think, oh, my God. Right. You know? Right. (laughs) Those three really are, like, our women gems in this country. They are. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Betty White, and Cicely Tyson. Okay. 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 So, um, I do have my Florida man story <laughs> for the week. This is so gross. there's a three hundred <laughs> There's a three hundred and eighty pound Florida man and he was hiding meth in his belly button. And I know you're God. wondering, how deep is his belly button? He <laughs> can hide meth in it. Um it had to be deep. He was like, deep. I was just being dumb and not thinking <laughs> when the drugs were discovered. He literally was like, Oh, where could I hide this meth? In my belly button. <laughs> that is just gross. You, oh! you know it was gross. <sighs> I was just like, I literally had my finger in my belly button. I'm like, I can't hide shit in here. I can't hide shit in here. <laughs> like, Nothing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, if you're ever just really bored, um, really just need to be uplifted, there's this website called FloridaMan.com where you can go get all your Florida Man stories. Don't don't be telling people to go where we get our stories. (laughs) They need to look to us. (laughs) Okay. So I'm gonna go hard. To the next topic, um, Florida almost governor. So yeah. when this first happened, they were like, "This Florida governor and there's meth in this case, and we don't know what's going on." 
and I was like, he was framed, and I kept reading, and I was like, he did that shit himself. <laughs> so he's withdrawing from public life, closing a chapter in his career. Um, after he was found in Miami Beach hotel room, where he was found inebriated with a man suspected of overdosing on crystal meth. The man happened to be a male stripper? Male sex worker? One of those things. Which is awkward because he's married to a black woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he had actually called like, the EMTs and stuff to get himself, his friend, help. But also there's a lot of speculation about all this happening. But now he's entering into rehab, which is also confusing the whole situation. He apologized and asked for privacy. Well, um, so the rehab thing doesn't surprise me. That's really a fixer move. It's like, mm-hmm. I've watched enough. <laughs> I've watched enough television. I've read enough books. Even if you didn't do it, just go to rehab because it looks good. Rehab, yeah. So it's like, um, I mean, personally, I'm going to say, I feel like he probably wasn't doing meth, mm-hmm. but um, it just... The situation is bad. I hate it. I hate a lot of the conversation that came up because of it. I hate the the way that people... Because at the end of the day, these are real people with real lives. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what his... I don't know. I don't know what his relationship with his wife is like. Hell, they may be in agreement. I, I, I just don't know. All I know right. is I hope he gets the help he needs. And... You got to be more goddamn careful. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, because, I mean, I've heard rumors about him um, before. And whether that's true or not. About him being gay? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And whether that's true or not, they're none of my goddamn business. I really don't care. But if if you're going to be married to a black woman, or if you're going to be married, Mm -hmm. period. If you're going to be married and you have this perception that you want to keep up. But mostly to a black for, woman. <laughs> if you have this perception you want to keep up for appearances, and mm-hmm. I get it. He's in politics. He's in politics in Florida, in the deep south. I get it. If you're going to mm-hmm. do that, you got to be more careful when you're out there dipping right. around. Because I feel bad for his wife, but I have to catch myself with things like that. I have, mm-hmm. I give... I give my prayers to her, of course, and to the whole situation. And she definitely mm-hmm. has uh, my empathy if she needs it. But for all I know, they could be in some agreement. She could know what time it is. I have no idea. Right. All I'm saying is... She might be Melly. Okay. <laughs> all I'm saying is, you got to be more careful. You can't be out here ripping right. and running with the riffraff. You know what I'm saying? You got to get you a right. high caliber escort if that's what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? You got to be with somebody mm-hmm. who has something to lose, just like you do. You got to be with somebody that costs a little bit more. See, the high cost, they don't use meth. They use cocaine, okay? Mm-hmm. And who yeah. had done a little cocaine? So I'm just saying, <laughs> you got you to gotta, you gotta do better than this. You got to do better than this. Right. Because look at, yeah, I like, mean, not that it's fair because it is absolutely not fair, but look at Barack. He did everything perfect, and they still slander him, right. and it's still difficult for him. So it's like you he know, only smoked a little weed. That's, that's <laughs> it. Only a little that's weed. It. That's, that's all he asked. Just a and little again, weed. who anyway. hadn't smoked a little weed? <laughs> so I'm just saying, 
you know, I just need him to do better. But I really do offer yeah. my prayers and whatnot to um the family. His family. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I just like you you got shit to lose. So right. at no point should you be acting like this. But, you know, enjoy rehab. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's fun. You don't have to work there. Anyways, uh, so the baby. It's weird because, like, I really grapple with this because I really still want to smash. But, uh, so the baby was sued for. Girl, we smash toxic niggas woman. in the dark every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the baby got, um, I think he slapped a woman. I don't feel like he physically, I, you'll have to correct me. I thought he just, like, Slapped her phone out of her oh, hand no. and hit her face. No, he he oh, slapped he the slapped shit out her of her. Face. Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, she was trying to record him or whatever. So um, he uh, didn't really express any remorse. And then it's just interesting the way I heard like her video. It just sounded like she was coached by one of those. I just got hit, lawyers. <laughs> And so, like, I'm like, I get it that, you know, like, you don't, um, you have been assaulted by a rapper. But it also sounds like, she was like, my baby was crying at 3 o'clock in the morning. I was like, why is your baby crying? She wasn't even there. (laughs) Well, she said her baby was crying because she was on the phone. So I assumed from that that she was crying, which upset the baby. That's what I assumed from that, but I don't know. Gotcha. But yeah, yeah, so the whole situation is just like it's unfortunate. It's <laughs> unfortunate. But yeah, because yeah, that's the deal. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but it it's coming, and mm-hmm. he and and look in the words of all of our grandparents, he getting too big for his britches. He keeps doing yeah. flagrant shit. Now he's done a lot of things that I don't blame him for and that I don't fault him for at all. Like when he slapped the shit out that man for recording him when he was with his child. Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I I don't fault you for that. Well, he didn't slap him. I think he pushed him into the chair, whatever. But Mm -hmm. she's right. He didn't show any remorse. He, his only thing was, I didn't know it was a female. It doesn't listen, dude, you are at a different status level now. It doesn't matter. Right. And people are going to be coming. You got money to lose. You got money to lose. <laughs> and people are going to be coming after you now because they can. And I do believe this girl, but his lawyer says that she's not, that she's lying and that all kinds of people are coming out of Woodworth making claims. But he's made mm-hmm. that possible. Because you're going right. around strong arming people because you're being flagrant right. when you go to court. You know, the last time we saw him in court, he had such a bad attitude. It he it's like he wanna pay for his lessons. You can right. also, here's the deal too. Again, I get it, but you wanna there are certain situations where I'm not just gonna swing. So right. you're in a club. You, as a woman, you get touched and groped in all kind of ways in a club. And sometimes mm-hmm. it is legit just because it's packed. Right. I don't go swinging versus me walking right. down the street and somebody reach out. Then that's something different. But mm-hmm. she, and I, from the, I haven't seen a video, but from the pictures, 
which is hard to see, but it looks like that's not her holding the phone because she said it wasn't even me holding the phone. I was just next to the person holding the phone. He got the wrong one. Mm -hmm. I just wish, I just need him to stop. Like he's got so much potential. He's so talented. He's so hot right now. Like you're going to throw it all away. You're going to throw it all away because you're so hell bent on the reason why his, you know, she sounded coached. He was coached. He came on Mm -hmm. and offered a second apology. You can tell that was Mm -hmm. industry. You could tell that was the label doing that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I'm just like, can you behave so that you can do that baby daddy? I know it really. (laughs) It doesn't really require that much of you to keep your hands to yourself so you can be my baby daddy. Let your security (laughs) do their job. (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, uh the shining star in Mississippi <laughs> Soldier Boy <laughs> uh is cleaning up during COVID because he's been investing in soap companies. <laughs> and he's making a lot of money off of that and I'm not mad at him. <laughs> Listen. Say what you want about Soldier Boy, but he has made a lot of money off of things other than music or things other than him rapping himself. Mm-hmm. And um, I just feel like you can't be mad at it. You can't be mad I, at it. I'm proud of him. I, I'm so proud of him. I, sin- <laughs> I sincerely am proud of him. <laughs> yeah. And I, I am too. Like, why, why would you say you're sincerely? When I'm proud of him. Because <laughs> I never know with you, Doyen. I never know. <laughs> I love Soldier Boy. You. See? <laughs> no, but um, I'm just glad he took that investment. And then the company is like one of those companies. It's like, <laughs> you know how kids sell wrapping paper for fundraisers? <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah. So they really supply yeah. soap for fundraisers for kids. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they've been... Breaking it in and like, y'all better get y'all some Soldier Boy soap. <laughs> yes. Give back to the community. <laughs> I, I just find Apparently it. y'all didn't have soap in y'all house before coronavirus. Girl. <laughs> Listen, I went to Dollar General just to get my, this is my regular monthly upload on all of my stuff that I get. And I'm just going mm-hmm. to get my regular stuff. And for the most part, I did okay. But, like, they didn't have any real cleaning products. Like, they had mm-hmm. that Fabuloso, but I don't like that shit. I need something that's going to kill germs. So, they didn't have any Lysol and stuff like that. And I'm okay, because I still, because I've got, I do this every, like, I just buy, you just have to know me. Every time I go into the store, I almost buy a bottle of cleaning stuff. So, I've got stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like, did y'all not clean y'all house before today? <laughs> Right. One of my friends was like, "You you went to the liquor store and you didn't buy any cleaning supplies." I'm like, "Yeah, because I already but have cleaning, cleaning supplies." supplies. Right. <laughs> don't like, I don't even rack up on it because I have it. Right, exactly. Like I just was and, cleaning up the other day, and right. one of my friends was like, "Yeah, because you know we got a deep clean." And I'm like, "Girl, it's Saturday. I clean up on Saturday. Either I clean up on Friday night or Saturday morning." I'm like. It, right. it, it's just time to clean up. <laughs> right. 
I'm like, it's time for um, spring cleaning. Um, I bought some. I have a subscription with Mighty Nest, which is kind of like a more eco-friendly stuff. Yeah. So when I was getting my order, I went ahead and bought some like just a really eco-friendly cleaner because I I don't know what to do with a dog, so I want to make sure oh, that she's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm fine on cleaning supplies. <laughs> like I'm not. Is that hurting um... for cleaning supplies? I can't think of the name of it. Ugh. I'll think of it later mm. and ask you. Cause there's this, okay. there's this. I think you, I think you're doing what I want to do. I can't think of the name mm-hmm. of the products that I want to try that I've seen. But anyway, I'll remember and ask you yeah. later. I can't remember what the actual product was called, but like I'm just trying to like. Basically, every month I get a green product to reduce waste in my life. Yeah. So the first month was dryer balls. Second month was... I need to do that. Mm. I need to invest in some dryer balls. I bought a big thing of bounce today. <laughs> I need to invest in dryer so, balls. Okay, so my problem is, like, I still want my laundry to smell like laundry. So I already have a thing of dryer sheets. So I'll put the dryer balls and the dryer sheets in there. But... <laughs> I was told you could use uh, essential oils, and that was supposed to help. I just don't have any on hand. Will that not um, stain your clothes? Mm, no, I don't think the so. balls move around. Good the enough. ball will. Yeah, I think the ball will absorb it. Most of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then the second month, I got like produce bags, which I never remember to take Girl. to the grocery store with. Me. I have so many of those. And then, <laughs> This month, which is good, I got dish towels, so I have some things to, like, wipe things down with. I also bought bamboo kitchen towels because Amazon was out of everything else, and apparently you could, like, reuse them. It's still in the Amazon box. (laughs) You need to to send me the link to that subscription. You know I love a good subscription, girl. (laughs) Okay, well, surely, and I can get you a free box. I'll let you know. Okay, so... Um, that is all we have for current events, so we're going to take a second to listen to our sponsors. All right, now. Okay, so welcome back to Poor Light Decision. Um, so I actually had a friend who gave me a very long Instagram stories sermon about this and honestly I've had a lot of friends also that work in the education field and had concerns about this so oh my god (laughs) it's okay keep going keep going keep going uh so today um was schools closing down because of coronavirus um a very big issue with students is food insecure children Uh and so um there's a lot of kids where where they get to eat on a regular basis is especially healthy foods on a regular basis is at school, and so with school closing down, it's hard for them to have access to these foods. Mm-hmm. And so, um, a great thing my friend did um, that was helpful was like not only did he present this issue, but he also presented ways for us to help. So there's organizations like Feeding America and then Save the Children 
blessings in a backpack at World Central Kitchen, which we can give our money to that also helps, you know, hopefully kids in our communities um, to be able to eat. Um, yeah. Also, um, I have Nextdoor app. I usually have it just to be nosy to see what my neighbors are worried about. <laughs> but also, they what? had a link today. Because <laughs> I was like, what are y'all worried about? Like, let me know. Let me know how racist y'all are. Oh, I didn't mean to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they also gave me a link for our local ISD so that we can, like, donate money for food for kids, you know, and families to come pick up on a regular basis. And so, um, you know, if you have some money to spare, I just ask that you donate to some of these programs. They're going to be able to feed our kids when they're not necessarily able to go to school. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know what I need to say first. Well, first I'll just say... Uh, the school district where I live, I'm friends with the uh, child nutrition director. So she called me the other day to ask would I be willing to come and volunteer to help like pass out lunches and stuff. So I think a lot of school districts are trying to do that. Mm-hmm. But some may not be able to because one of the things that she was, the, one of the reasons why she's asking me to volunteer is because uh, most school lunch programs are federally funded and there's Mm -hmm. i don't know if you work with federal dollars then you all understand this but federal dollars have so many strings tied to them that you can't always bottom line she wouldn't be able to pay the people who typically do this so she can't pay Mm -hmm. uh, her workers to come in and do this so it's a volunteer basis thing so I told her, sure, I'd love to. But, um, yeah, so any way you can help will be great. But also, tell me a little more about this app. Like, I'm not familiar with it. Next door? It's basically like a small social network for people who live around you. And so I find out it's kind of a pleasant Sometimes I find out about crime happening around the area, which doesn't help my brain. But also I find out about other things. So a lot of people within this coronavirus are like, hey, let me know if I need to go to the grocery store for you. If you are somebody who's immunocompromised or elderly, um, I'm happy to go. And so it's like you do see, like, the humanity of people in your neighborhood. Yeah. But then sometimes they're like, this black guy rolled up on me. Okay, I'm like, no. are you being racist or are you worried? <laughs> Because I was going to say, but. this sounds like something I would like, because I like helping, but also yeah. I don't need to know, like, crime and stuff going on. I don't need to know that. I can't handle that. So <laughs> I'll just try to help in yeah. other ways. <laughs> yeah, it's like, because nowadays we're not that neighborly and we don't know the names of our neighbors. I am not neighborly at all. It does help all. to chat. You know, like, I think there is some benefit of knowing who lives around you. It so really don't is. Call police it really on the black man lives next door to you. It really you is. You know, like I think it's helpful, but and I live in a neighborhood. I live in a cul-de-sac at that, and I live in a neighborhood mm-hmm. that is just so fucking friendly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's got kids. All their kids play together, and everybody's just so fucking friendly. And that's just not me. Like mm-hmm. I just want to come in my house and mind my black ass business, and I want you to mind yours. But you're right. It really is. Like, when Candace and I were roommates, you know how friendly Candace is. Right. And it's like, 
our neighbors were our like our neighbors knew me. I didn't know them, but they knew me through Candace. Yeah. And they were always just super helpful about things. Like, you know, yeah. I saw somebody walking around back behind y'all apartment or I saw, you know, just different stuff. And when you know who your neighbor is, you're more apt to, you know, be helpful like that. So it is true. I should make yeah. a better attempt at <laughs> getting to know my neighbors, but I don't want to. <laughs> my neighbor across from me, he asked me what my dog's name is. And it's like, I don't think you know what my name is. <laughs> I mean, you but know what's most that's important what it to is. them. So. Right. And that's what it is, living with white people. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Because <laughs> damn it, that dog like, is important. <laughs> Right, they will da- look down at her and be like, hey, and I'm like, I'm up here. <laughs> okay, never mind. No. Anyways, so we're going to move along to our, um, we will link this in the podcast yes. notes. Um, if you're able to give, please give. Um, we just want these kids to have, you know, some good food, some good healthy food and things they need yeah. in this time when they're not able to get what they need from school. Yeah. So we're going to move along to our poor life decision. At first, I had a full-on article about coronavirus, but I was like, I'm tired of saying that word. So (laughs) we're going to go with how to reduce your anxiety about the news and protect your psyche. And this is applicable to just about any time when the news is a little bit too much. I'm really glad. Like, I felt it was important for us to do some coverage, so I was glad that you brought that to the table. Mm-hmm. But I was also glad that you brought this to the table because the whole situation <laughs> is starting to make me a little anxious. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're doing this. Yes. Um, so there are two types of anxiety. There's neurotic anxiety, which is characterized by over-rumination, looping thoughts, and generally unproductive worrying. And then there's normal anxiety, uh, which is what... Kierkegaard <laughs> talks about <laughs> <Sorry>, whiskey. <laughs> the anxiety that we are able, the fear of our own potential, the possibility of possibility. Um, <laughs> with today's like twenty-four hour news cycle, I think we had to be very careful about uh, which of these two types of anxiety we're indulging in: social media and regular old media provides an endless stream of updates that keep us in a constant state of high neurotic anxiety. Monitoring the bad news and worrying about the bad news starts to be so all-consuming, it feels like its own brand of activism, but it's one that accomplishes nothing. What's worse, all of this over-worrying actually literally drains the cognitive resources and energy you need to face the anxiety of your own potential, the possibility of possibility, and overcome it so that you can create great art that asks big questions, builds a business that is humane and calm and diverse, diverse, or organize a protest or petition, petition, not partition, (laughs) or (laughs) other action that reflects your true beliefs. So, um... Today, we're going to talk about neurotic anxiety uh, because it is the unproductive anxiety Uh and how we can battle it in our everyday life. So first of all, adopt a media diet that's focused on news with perspective. 
Rather than gorging yourselves on the frenetic news cycle of social media, consider shifting the bulk of your news reading offline by subscribing to weekly or monthly news publications that provide context around what all that breaking news actually means. I know they say weekly or monthly, but I also subscribe to like a daily news production with Aussie, which I just feel like it gives me more context on what news is happening yeah rather than like what we have on social media where people just spit out that headline because they want you to click yeah and most people don't click and they absorb that information based on the headline yeah so um they do talk about um <laughs> they say if you can't break the habit of daily news try reading non-us outs- outlets like bbc Al Jazeera or CBC. Listen. Which typically offer less alarmist takes. I, for a while, I had to switch to, I don't watch a lot of news because it does give mm-hmm. me bad anxiety. But mm-hmm. I had a really good friend, one of my best friends, who was like, girl, you need to watch the news. You need to know what's going on in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch Save by the Bell in the morning while getting ready for work. And she was like, Ooh, listen, I know, right? And she was like, listen, you can watch the news. You've seen every freaking episode of Save by the Bell. Like, you don't need to watch that again. So, okay. I had to switch mm-hmm. to BBC for a while. And you don't, the mm-hmm. only thing I missed also, part of why I switched to BBC uh, for first thing in the morning is because when I first get up in the morning, my local news is still on and my local news, listen, I am, I've said this a thousand times, y'all already know, I'm from small town USA, we in the South, we in Mississippi, and my local news anchors were huge Trump lovers and I just couldn't deal with it. Mm. So I switched to BBC and it really helped a lot. You don't miss anything as far as national news because even though it's the BBC, it's very Americanized. Even when you watch world news, they still cover a lot of American stuff. Only thing I was really missing was a lot of local news. And to be honest, I can get that from people at work because they're going to tell me. So, and also like I follow a couple of local newspapers on Twitter so I could see things there. That really helped with my anxiety. I cannot tell you how much it helped when I was watching BBC instead. I ended up switching back from BBC only because they, so like when they have, um, what's it called? When they have parliament sessions and things like that going on, they cover it. And they, but it's like they just set a camera down in the room. It's like watching C-SPAN. So it's like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to watch, I didn't want that on in the morning. I, I, I need something else in the morning. So <laughs> that, that was some really good advice because it really did help me a lot. So the funny thing about BBC was, cause I listened to NPR in the morning and my station at 9am turned on BBC. And usually if I hear BBC, it meant I was late for work. And so (laughs) my brain after a while started to dislike BBC because that meant that I was late for work. And so now I think I get to work. Usually I try to aim to be there by 930. And so I have had to like rewire my brain to be like, BBC is not bad just because 
before it seemed bad to you because you were late for work. Yeah. By the timing. <laughs> so I try to like rework my brain around BBC. And it's funny, like the shit that they say sometimes cracks me up. Because I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is such a outsider take on yeah. what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, so um it is very hard when it comes to media to find like very central um takes on news but i think it's important for us to like again like when it comes to social media their sole goal is to get you to click on the link right compared to like listening to it on the radio mm-hmm. or just watching a video about it where they're more informative mm-hmm. it seems like so um next up spend less time consuming and more time come creating mm-hmm. Um, at my very base, my energy comes from creating. <laughs> and so, um, I, this is something I regularly grapple with, like being on, especially being at home for so much longer, being on Instagram and be like, girl, why are you on Instagram? You've seen these pictures five times. What can you go work on? <laughs> what can you go consume that is not this? Um, so constant engagement with social media fuels neurotic anxiety and drains your energy from real world, for real world human interactions, activism, and creativity. In a moment when real life civic engagement is of paramount importance, it's crucial that we protect our attention and focus by reducing our social media intake. And so, like I said, sometimes you scrolled over the same you know five instagram pictures at once and it's like what is something else productive i can do yeah yeah (laughs) can i go read a book because you know you said you're gonna read 20 books this year and you've only read one and you know that is an excellent point doyan because i think sometimes articles throw people off when they say Mm -hmm. instead of consume create and a lot Mm -hmm. of people there are some people who literally don't have a creative bone in their body and that's not a bad thing Mm -hmm. they're just not they don't have the desire to, and also they mm-hmm. take the word create literally. So um, there's that, but do something else mm-hmm. basically is the point. Like Doyen said, right. you can read a book. Now it's the perfect time to like binge on Netflix and stuff, which may not be the best for our brains, but what ifs? Mm-hmm. There are plenty of things that we can do other than consuming all of this paranoia that's being put out there. Join a book club and then read the book. I do every time, except for when I came that one time because it was too much for me emotionally, and I told you ahead of time. So don't be trying to call me out on the pod. I just the problem is when I read the book super early, mm-hmm. I forget mm-hmm. by the time we talk about it. I mean, so I just because yeah. I'm 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 horrible. I never know authors. I never know. Like, I'm, I'm horrible at this sort of thing, so, yeah. Okay. Right. That's fine. Just read the book before the end of this month. I sure will. Anyways. Um, As I always do. So, <laughs> next up. Don't let likes and retweets be a substitute for action. The danger of digesting news purely via social media, where you can like, repost, retweet, and comment on everything, is that it gives you the feeling of doing something with little actual impact. So, even... Um, Going back to our someone something where we're talking about um, 
helping the kids. Yeah. And then the other day, I retweeted something. Katie Porter has been like legit <laughs> giving the Republicans like shit <laughs> for the shit that they do. And I retweeted something that was like, um, she's about to, you know, run for re-election. She needs our coins. I retweeted it. Still haven't gone back to actually put some money in there, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, even this article is calling me on my own shit. But, um, <laughs> you know, think about, while it does feel like you're doing something, think about what you can actually do to actually do something. Um, I know... Sometimes we always don't have the money. Yeah. But at the same time, um, more than retweeting, like, okay, you retweeted it on Twitter. Can you go to Facebook and tell your Facebook friends about it? Can you talk about it in your everyday conversation? Can you push, you know, push real change outside of just clicking that retweet button? And that also really does help you to feel better when you're actually doing something to help. Like, that does make you not feel stagnant or, like, you know, yeah. it's overwhelming. That does help. So I'm glad that we included that article about how to help children. Everybody love the kids. So, you know, that does mm-hmm. help. Yeah. And lastly, they said the first step to overcoming anxiety is taking action. It's and the hardest thing to do, f- mm-hmm. like, there's levels to anxiety, okay? So when you at my mm-hmm. level, <laughs> it is the <laughs> hardest thing to do. But in all honesty, good Lord, once you do put action to it, it really mm-hmm. does help you to feel better. It really does. I will say that, so I have a heart for older people. Yeah. But every single time when it comes time to go to the nursing home, I have a lot of anxiety about yeah. it. <laughs> nursing homes just are seems... hard for me too. Yeah. But once I get there, I am perfectly fine. And I I love the interaction that I have with the people. They're so there, happy to see you. And they're so happy to see <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. But it's just literally taking that one action. <laughs> and generally any like, you know, community service thing I have, I have anxiety about it so much. But once I take that action, I feel so much better about myself, you know, and I feel so much more fulfilled as a human. But it's just taking that action. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my sermon for today. <laughs> Amen. 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 Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's not the one I meant to push, but oh well. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I love it. So yesterday I um, had an online church service, and I don't know why I trusted myself to be up in time for it, <laughs> but I was 30 minutes late to church anyways, because <laughs> I took a nap. But uh, when I got there, I was like, Apparently, I can't do online church service because I get distracted by everything. I was scrolling Instagram, listening to sermons, <laughs> <laughs> all See? kinds of foolish stuff. So, uh, pray for me and that this coronavirus will end soon so I can go back to church. <laughs> so, tonight, um, I had to convince Granny not to go to church tonight. <laughs> Because they have <laughs> adult Bible class on Monday nights. Then the kids come out on Wednesday nights. So anyway, I had to convince her mm-hmm. not to go to Bible class. 
And y'all, I laid out all of the logical reasons. I talked about how irresponsible it is to continue to have church services at this time, specifically for little Southern Baptist black ladies at church because mm-hmm. our churches, black churches period are largely made up of elderly people and it's just irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. she went into, this is exactly what the devil want us to do. And, <laughs> and she, she is not going to let mm-hmm. the devil stop her. And we're supposed to gather in his name and all this other stuff. So finally I just had to like, cry and say if you go I'm gonna be up all night worried about you and then she said okay she won't go (laughs) and then I was like you're just saying that she said no you call me call me all through the night tonight I'm gonna be at home so (laughs) mission accomplished (laughs) and it's funny because it's like my current church and my previous church they both were trying to do online services for the first time and so uh the social media person for my previous church kept calling me and she's like hey how do i do this <laughs> so i was like it's funny to see like black churches try to like yeah you know hurry up i to, appreciate like, them doing that though because so yeah. many black churches are refusing to close because that's just right. what the devil want and we need this and right. we need that like like i told granny i just feel like god want me to use my common sense that he gave me like, right. <laughs> I, I, and I reminded her of how her favorite thing to say to me growing up was faith without works is dead. So, because when I used to be like, because I was a smart ass, believe it or not. <laughs> and I used to be like, oh, I'm just huh. going to pray about it. You know, and she'd be like, you better get your ass in there and study. <laughs> and it's like, and she used to love to say that. And she also used to love to tell me it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. So I reminded her of these things like. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, that church, she also drilled into me that that church is a building. That's not what church is. So mm-hmm. we can have church on the phone. Church is a body. Like, exactly. Like, you don't have to be in that building. So she wasn't trying to hear none of that. But mm-hmm. when I started crying, that got the job done. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I, I, swear, I swear I'm not being manipulative. Like, I really was upset. Like, I wasn't just, yeah. you know, crying okay. just to get her to change her mind. But I'm glad it worked. <laughs> so we're gonna move on to the favorite part of the pot to buy you a drink do you want to buy a drink i don't know who needs to go first my drink is happy but it's also probably gonna make me cry because <laughs> i've had a lot of merlot <laughs> this is true <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> I'm not going to cry, not going to cry, not going to cry, not going to cry. So today, I would like to buy a Shirley Temple for my niece. <laughs> this is my oldest niece. And yesterday, she turned 13. And I think I cried all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. I... <laughs> I'm not gonna cry, not gonna cry, not gonna cry, not gonna cry. Okay. I honestly started like crying about it like March the 1st. <laughs> this is my baby. And I'm trying to be excited for her because y'all, that girl been dying to be a teenager since she was six. She's one of those kids that once she turned 10, she was like, no, I'm a preteen. Like she's been dying to be a teenager. So I'm trying to be like excited for her, but 
that is my baby. Like I cut that umbilical cord. That is my baby. Like I gave her her first bath. I took, I'm going to stop right now because I'm not going to be able to hold the tears back, but it is my baby's birthday. She's 13. I'm super excited. I did promise her. Oh Lord, I don't know how I'm going to be able to hold on to this, but I did promise her that I would let her start driving my car a little bit. So here we go, Jesus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're going to go out in the country and I mean, we'll see. I mean, I got insurance, so. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway my baby is 13 she's officially a teenager so yay for her and she loves shirley temple so that's her favorite that's her favorite drink so i'm gonna buy a stainless steel bowl of water for roxy i legit don't know oh. how we made it through this quarantine without actually having her her being with me she's so sweet she is so sweet i had so many pictures of her cuddling up on me and then today she was like in my lap and i was like oh this is awkward because i can't get up but um she's like actually in my closet right now but um yeah so i'm just happy to have somebody that loves me here <laughs> a lot of people were saying how all the pets are just so excited during this time because like their humans are right. home <laughs> she don't have to be in her kennel all day <laughs> oh, sweet thing we so. love roxy she's <laughs> definitely part of the pod right oh yay roxy Hi, baby um so doyen as you tell people where to get in contact with us also tell them about our new offerings. Alrighty. So on the Etsy page, we have a new Poor Life Decision sticker. Um, we've actually had an order already today, which is exciting because uh, we only posted uh. about it today. <laughs> but uh, basically, yeah, it, it has our favorite tagline, <laughs> which is may contain alcohol. And our favorite drink, which is Old Fashioned. <laughs> Listen, amazing. <laughs> yeah, and so you can get your own sticker for your laptop or your um, quote-unquote water bottle. <laughs> or, you know, anywhere where you want to stick it and just rep your poor life decision, love. Um, we're also on Twitter as PLDPie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my sleep schedule is all kinds of wrong because I keep sleeping during the day. Yeah. <laughs> so that I can't sleep at night. Mine is even I worse than free. usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you text me at like two o'clock in the morning. You know, so like, <laughs> yeah. So feel free to talk to us at PLDPod on Twitter because we're not gonna be asleep anyways. <laughs> Um, we are on Instagram as Poor Life Decision, one decision because they're changing it one at a time. Um, always feel free to email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Let us know any poor life decisions that you would like to talk about or any just like general concerns about life you have. And we're happy to help you through mm -hmm. that. And slide in our DMs, okay? <laughs> Send me, um, other puppy pictures. <coughs> So oh yes puppy pictures yes <laughs> we could have we could have listen let your pet be an honorary pet of the pod why not i get so right. i'm not even like a pet person 
But y'all, mm-hmm. I follow so many pet accounts because it really does bring joy to my heart. <laughs> In these trying times, <laughs> puppies are so darn cute. Cats are so sassy. There's so many cute pets out there. Like, share with us. Um, I cannot right. stress enough to you guys to check out that Etsy shop. Super, super cute. I mentioned to um the guy at one of my <laughs> liquor stores because he had a cup. Um, it's a coffee mug sitting at the counter where they keep pens in. And I can't remember what it said, but it said something witty about alcohol. And I was like, oh, you need to upgrade that. Let me give you the perfect place to go to get a mug for that. Um, so I'm just saying we've got cute mugs, t-shirts, now stickers. Listen, check it out. <laughs> perfect place to find just a cute little gift for that favorite person in your life. Um, right. I think that's all. Like, don't forget to go to um, Apple's pod- Apple Podcasts. I'm doing great with Merlot and to Stitcher and to be sure to rate us five stars because the others do not work. Leave us a glowing review and we promise. Five star chicks. Five star chicks. Make sure that you like leave us a glowing review and we will read it at some point in time. We will read it because they are important to us. And even let me just tell you guys something. Even when we don't remember to read them on air, I read them all as soon as we get them because they make me mm-hmm. happy. And when I'm having like a bad day, I go and I read the reviews and they make me happy. Don't you want to make me happy? Like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like they're just we just thank you so much because this is what we're trying to do. Like this is all we're trying to do is help you make it through this week, maybe make it a little lighter, and then maybe help you to correct some poor life decisions along the way. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I don't know of any other announcements other than to check on our stickers. Um, yeah. Uh, we love you. We want you to talk to us yes. if you're an extrovert in quarantine <laughs> like me. Um, I'm here for you. <laughs> if you are an introvert like me, Cheers. Check out your extrovert friends. We're having the time of our lives. Right. We have, we have been for y'all, there for y'all this whole time. It's time for y'all to check for us. You're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, bye. drink love water. Y'all. We love y'all. Bye.